Welcome to Tea for Lunch, the show where we serve up the news you need to know in 15 minutes or less. Thank you for that. Now that we've done that and got that out of the way, I found a debate online yesterday that really, really got me going. Mostly, okay, here's the thing. There's content online and then there's comments online. And the content itself was interesting. The comment sections were lit. I was, I don't laugh hard often, but as Mitzi was getting herself ready for bed last night and I was waiting for her, for a while, I was laughing a lot at the comment section. But anyways, get to the content. I've never been a comment reader until you, like just a few months ago. You're like, the gold is in the comments. And truly for this debate, it was. Yes, it was. Um, so I don't know if you all remember the whole debate around the dress, like the black and blue versus like white and gold or whatever. That went viral on, online a couple years ago. But this, I think, is the new version of that. And it's the question, are there more windows or more wheels or more doors or more wheels in the world right and uh some random guy i think in like auckland or something like that tweeted this question him and his his buddies were just having a, a late night drink <laughs> and a big old argument and it went viral literally and, the whole internet is arguing now. yeah the world is divided as if we needed another reason to be divided this just goes to show how much of a distraction people need right now that they'll just like like gravitate to something that's so meaningless to hopefully bring some entertainment to their lives. Yeah. <laughs> Says, I mean, I can't, I, can't, for lunch. I can't argue with that, but I still really want to know what you think. I, More wheels or doors? I know that it's wheels. You know for a fact. It's wheels. It's got to be wheels. Most people own a vehicle, at least in North America. So that's four wheels. And most people don't have four doors in their homes. Plus all the wheels that are attached to like everything else that we do, like strollers or office chairs or like. Yeah, the thing else. that gets me is Scooters. office chairs, you know, because I think about like skyscrapers and like big apartment buildings. Those obviously have a lot of doors. But then for any room or, or door in a building like that, you also have tons of things on wheels, whether it's your refrigerator, some people, maybe your washing machine, obviously mm -hmm. desk chairs and cabinets, you know, like those mobile kitchen islands that people use sometimes. Yeah. There's so I know many it's wheels, but I don't care enough to argue with anyone about it. Yeah, well, when Manny gets here, he's <laughs> going to want to argue about it because I know for a fact that his stance is doors because I was in the comment section and he was lighting it up. Anyways, on to more important things. <laughs> yes, let's do it. Well, what's been going on with your week? Um, my week has been okay. I feel like I had a weird morning. I, I got a whiff of something that smelled really bad this morning. And I feel like I, it has followed me to work. Like I smelled it at home. I smelled it in my car. I smelled it here. Like, is it me? I don't, I mean, I don't think so. <laughs> well, don't expose it me could if just, it is. It could just be your bad attitude, to be honest. That is probably true. I have been hot and cold all week too, but. I can uh, tell you it wasn't me because I went out for an early breakfast with my friend Brad. Early is loosely. <laughs> It's like not, it was okay. not early. Today wasn't that early. I, I feel like our intentions have been early. Like we, I, our first time was around like 7 a.m. But it has, now that you mention it, it's become progressively later. Yeah, you like today was like 8.15. Yeah, like 8.30. And early, I would define early as like 6.30. Like if you're out and about at 6.30, that's pretty early. When was the last time you got up at 6.30? I'm not saying I'm an early riser, but... Uh, that's what I would that's define. That's just the early. definition of early. Okay, we don't we don't need to make this a thing either. <laughs> well, anyways, you had a nice early breakfast and lots of coffee, and you're feeling ready to go. Yeah, I feel up. pretty good. Hit that diner vibe early. Nice. Um, if you're new here, every week we'll we'll come at you with a main story covering some sort of marketing angle, 
and a few other stories that we'll sprinkle in just for fun. We go live on Instagram every Thursday at 12.30 Mountain Standard Time or 11.30 a.m. PST or 2.30 p.m. EST. That's right. Um, and then you can also catch the replay on podcast streaming platforms. We're pretty much on all of them. So if you are not catching us live, you can catch us there every Friday morning. Catch us there. Bring us into the first story. Okay, first story here is LinkedIn ruled out a new feature which offers people 13 ways to explain their career gap, including full-time parent, gap years, personal projects, bereavement, caregiver, all these things that just naturally happen in people's lives and could feel like maybe something like a negative in a career gap, but now LinkedIn's offering you the opportunity to kind of identify what it was. I like that. Yeah, I think it's really great because... A lot of people, especially when they're looking for jobs, the big question, if you have a gap in your resume, is what were you doing at that time? And sometimes it can, especially for women, can feel like a negative in their career if they took a year off to care for a baby or you know whatever it is. So I think it's really cool that it's being normalized mm. a little bit more. And it's not just for women, it's obviously for men too who just take time off to either you know switch careers, go to school, take care of a loved one, whatever it is. So. I am really excited to see this feature rolled out. I ship that too. I think if, if anything, like the last two years, if the last two years have done anything for us, it's that it's proven to more of us that it's not all about work, mm -hmm. that it's about our family life and our personal well-being and all that stuff. So I think this is a good step forward. And we saw so many courageous women and men like juggling at home learning with their kids while also trying to keep their full-time corporate job and and also put food on the table and also like figure out a way to stay sane while being cooped up in quarantine mm -hmm. so um, and especially now that things are opening up to travel like if you're if you, you still got years left in your life you may as well enjoy it take that gap year. yeah your life isn't just about working and like having something to report on every year of your working life like yeah. that is just so antiquated so I'm really excited that LinkedIn's rolling this out I also will say that when people do career changes and I think that can sometimes feel like you're starting from scratch but I love that if you have that career change in LinkedIn you kind of get to show like a full history of you know everything else that you've done because I think like at least from a marketing perspective if you're coming into marketing with a history in another in another field that's a benefit so People don't feel like they have to restart their resume because they're starting a new career. They can actually be proud of everything they've done, in, like including things that they've done before they started this new career path. Yeah, I think for us as employers too, like we care less about what you did yesterday and more like how you're going to show up to work tomorrow and mm -hmm. the value that you're going to bring. And if you have a unique perspective on that, and not necessarily it wasn't a, necessarily a traditional approach to getting here, then all the power to you. Let's go. Yeah, Buckle I like up. it. Okay, well, big news in my world this week. Russell Wilson, who's been the quarterback of the Seattle Seahawks for at least a decade. I'm not sure exactly the amount of years, maybe like 12 or 13. He has now been traded to the Denver Broncos. I know you know who Russell Wilson is. I only know because he's married to Sierra. Yeah. So I if mean, you didn't know, that's how I know. If you know, you know. Mm -hmm. And you know. So, I just can't imagine Sierra in Denver. I mean, Colorado's beautiful, but like, it just does, it feels like a little bit of a disconnect. Is it on the East Coast? Denver's like the American is. version of Calgary. No. Yeah. <laughs> no. Yeah, Colorado, it's like a mountain state. I wouldn't say that color or Denver is. I'd say like like Austin is. Come on. <laughs> For Just sure. because of oil maybe, but not because of the actual like environment or landscape. 
Not the landscape. Anyways, Denver is the American equivalent of Calgary, and so you're Sierra. in Calgary, so, so Sierra is like... We have something in common. Yeah, that's where I was going with this, and you're just shooting me down before I made my point. Anyways, that's not the news in and of itself. There's also a funny take here, or an interesting take, but in the wake of this blockbuster move during the NFL offseason, people are talking about the fact that the Seahawks mysteriously deleted a tweet they made after the trade happened that was Castaway themed. So for all my elder millennials, <laughs> you may, like me, have been a fan of the movie Castaway with Tom Hanks, where he had a friend named Wilson who was a volleyball that he painted a and face on. his friend was because he he survived a, sh- a plane crash on an island. Yes, he was stranded so he on an just, island like, with no one else. randomly friends with a volleyball. He was randomly friends with a well, volleyball. Well, that's because it's, it was like his only like emotional support. Yeah. It was an emotional support volleyball. Absolutely. It was his companion. And it was named Wilson because Wilson is a brand of volleyball. And obviously Russell Wilson, his last name is Wilson. So the Seahawks weren't really aware or weren't really cognizant of the fact that their fans were mourning this trade and they made a funny tweet about Wilson. It was a meme. So uh, I don't think fans responded very well. I think it was funny, but it's since been deleted and hopefully no one lost their job on the social team. But... Um, People are upset about it. I think that is so silly to be upset about it. And I love when delete, like tweets get deleted and there's like evidence of them that gets like viral and like picks up, gets picked up on like news yeah, streams. Yeah, it's good. So it's, cool. it's good. That's fun. Um, leave it to Mike to bring an NFL story on your first week back at Teacher Lynch. Anything to distract me from the fact that my team, the Indianapolis Colts, also traded our quarterback away and we have really no hope for the future. So. No hope. The future is hopeless. It is. What's the next story? Okay, this is not the ideal transition here, um, but Twitter and Facebook have been officially banned in Russia. Heavy. That is heavy. Um, It's important, though. we got to talk about it. Uh, They were blocked in Russia, and, of course, we all know that there's a current invasion in Ukraine happening. Um, In a statement on Friday, the country's communications regulator explained the decision was made to block access to Facebook after at least 26 cases of discrimination against Russian media and information sources. Um, so obviously this is like a tactic to try to censor information. Um, and Facebook has said that they're trying very hard to get their service back up in Russia. So hopefully that will, you know, allow people to share their own information and their own stories and connect to the world in some way. So that's what we're, we're hoping for. And ultimately we yeah. just want this conflict and senseless killing to stop. Yeah, absolutely. I think it's becoming more and more clear that Russia is really controlling a specific narrative, even to their own people. Because we're seeing more and more stories of Russian soldiers believing that they were going to go to Ukraine and be welcomed by the people there, because almost as saviors. And obviously that's not the case because Ukraine's putting up a huge fight. But there's there's obviously propaganda happening on, on behalf of Putin and his government. And uh, hopefully, hopefully the truth comes out sooner rather than later. Just really sad. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think that was our last story, an important one. Yeah, and, uh, not really a happy ending, but <laughs> that's your news for today. Now that you've wet your palate, go eat something more substantial. Thanks for joining us.